Bring the good old bugle boys, we'll sing another song. Sing it with a spirit that shall start the cause along. Sing it as we ought to sing it, cheerily and strong. Giving the ballad to the mothers. Mrs. E.B. Ferguson followed in a short, pithy speech reviewing the sources of government. Ellen Ferguson, who was a champion of, of women and women's suffrage, uh, who made Bloomington Normal her home in the 1870s. She was born in Cambridge, England. Her father was a successful attorney. This is Bill Kemp, librarian, McLean County Museum of History. I'm Hannah Johnson, director of Youth and Family Education at the McLean County Museum of History. While in England, a young Ellen is leading classes in French and Latin and German and drawing and elocution and drama and music. So this is an extremely well-rounded young woman. She quoted copiously from Professor Huxley's Science of Government and showed that in former times, women had a great deal to do with government affairs. We're hearing her speak at the annual meeting of the Illinois Women's Suffrage Association held uh, February 13th and 14th 1872 in downtown Bloomington. She inveighed against the practice of taxation without representation. This principle of tyranny should be expunged. Tax one who's not represented is tyranny tell if you can. Why woman should not have the ballot? She's taxed just the same as a man. She was a vocal supporter for women's suffrage. Our fathers thought it was tyranny to be excluded from a voice in a government that taxed them. Certainly, it is as much tyranny to exclude women. There is a band of women, and to our manner born, emerging from the darkness past and looking toward the morn. Their mothers labored, waited through a night without a star. The morning shows a suffrage flag that bears a woman's star. Hurrah, hurrah, for equal rights, hurrah. hurrah Ellen first makes a name for herself locally as a lecturer to all female audiences on women's health and reproductive health, right? These are very delicate subjects. Uh, yet, uh, women are starved for forthright and accurate information. Her very serious lectures are welcomed in the community. She thought no woman should pay any more tax until she was granted a vote. She and her husband convert to the Mormon faith and then helps organize what is today the LDS Hospital in Salt Lake City. In this city alone, there are many young girls who would grow up to be magnificent specimens of womanhood if they were to leave the realm of fashion. Daughters should be self-supporting. Interestingly, of course, uh, the territorial legislature of Utah is the first to grant women the right uh, for suffrage, the right to vote, and that's as early as 1870. She believes there are comparatively few wives who are able to take the helm and support their family if a reverse in fortune should overtake the husband. They are educated too much in the direction of finery and feathers, and not enough in the direction of useful information 
and the knowledge of how to take care of themselves. Sadly, her passing will be five months before the signing into law of the 19th Amendment. So uh, what she fought for her whole life, she never saw to complete fruition. Mrs. Ferguson is an impressive and convincing speaker, practical and thoughtful in everything that relates to the cause, and withal, a woman of education and culture. Oh dear, what can the matter be, dear, dear? What can the matter be, oh dear? What can the matter be, women are wanting to vote? Women have husbands, they are protected. Women have sons by whom they're directed. Women have fathers, they're not neglected. Why are they wanting to vote? Women have homes, there they should labor. Women have children whom they should favor. Women have time to learn of each neighbor. Why are they wanting to vote? Oh dear, what can the matter be, dear, dear? What can the matter be, oh?